what is it? What what would you say to the audience about starting this process? Because if they're ready to be bold enough, what do they got to do? I would start with uh, picking that book up. Tell them what the name of the book is, because I, I do want them to know the name of the book. Because it, I know you have lots of resources, and by the end of the show, I'm going to let you know how you can reach out to Barbara. But for this particular book, if you want to go out and grab it, um, but give them all the disclaimers like you gave me um, also. Yes. So the book is called The Grieving Recovery Handbook, and it's by um, John James and Russell Lewis. And um, they go into so many uh, areas they go into, uh, you know, pet loss or when children grieve and moving beyond loss and things like that. And um, I had uh, so much grief that I wanted to be free. I wanted to know who I was and not someone else telling me. Mm-hmm. And when I went through that book, um, I honestly have to say I was frightened to the point that when I talked with one of my leaders, they suggested I just take a muscle relaxer. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I have to tell you, when I started the book um, and the whole timeline thing of emotional events in your life that you have to go through and how you responded to them, that was the high impact for me mm-hmm. because that's when I discovered I was a runner. Yeah. Anytime something happened bad to me or something I did not want to deal with, I ran mm-hmm. as if it never existed. Yeah. I have a phenomenal way, but now I can say an unhealthy way at times mm-hmm. of just putting things in boxes with lids on it when it comes to my emotions. Yeah. Okay, this happened, put a lid on it, forget about it. This happened, put a lid on it, forget about it, never go back. That caused me to be detached, to be emotionally detached. Someone could really, really be caring for me as you observed in a relationship and offering and extending to me, and I'm shutting it down. Because of events that have happened, But also I realized from the book that I just didn't grow up in a nurturing family as well. Mm -hmm. So to get those hugs every day, for someone to say, I love you, the love that was shown to me was actually, I'm feeding you, you've got a roof over your head, and that's love. Mm So that's another chapter of the book, which I'm going to talk about bold enough to love. But had it not been going through the journey, yes, I would not have known that I did not love myself, mm-hmm. who I really, really am. I loved, I thought I did, what people saw me or perceived me to be or what corporate America had molded me to be. And I went along with the program. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Uh, I, 
I'm going to be honest with you. There were times when I, I was like dealing with two Lindas. I was like, well, well can I blame that on the Gemini, the twins? <laughs> can I blame it on the horoscope? There's two sides. I was like, how can I um, speak in a way to whom I see she is at the core of who she is? And hopefully she'll receive that and maybe do something about it. Or maybe she'll never talk to me again. But <laughs> at least I will know yeah. that I told the truth. I can see beyond that. I, I see it. You can't see it, but I can. I, I will say to the audience that when you start this work, I think the fear comes from not knowing. Mm, yeah. But I have to tell you, you will see the light. You will feel fresh. You will feel free. I mean, when someone does something that calls you grief anyway, and they are still around, and you're looking at them, and they're smiling and laughing like nothing's ever happened, and you're really kind of boiling inside saying, why is it that they act so free or whatever and I'm the one they did this to when you have all this conversation going on ahead. I just decided for myself, I'm going to be just as free as that person is. (laughs) And I picked up the book and if you think it's something just to read it, that's one thing. You know, of course it'll, you know, have a, a mental impact on you. But there's work that you have to do. You know what? And you shared this with me. You said, if you take that book and you just read it, it's going to be another self-help book with no long-term impact. But if you read the book and you take it in and you actually do the hard work, then it will change your life. Mm -hmm. There's homework you have to do. There's homework. Yeah. There's homework. There's homework. And that homework really, really gets to the core and really has you digging deep. Yeah. And it's not it's not necessarily pretty. But, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. So Barbara, just share I know that I, I asked the question earlier, but I'm not sure that we really got into it because I'm, I'm so emotional around this <laughs> um, because it's, it's just saved my life. And I, I shared with um, the listeners and the viewers, I think on the last podcast, when I was bold enough to walk away from my 29 year situation, mm-hmm. that I truly don't know where I would be had I not walked away. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so grateful that I am who I am today. If you had three things to say to our viewers and listeners to really motivate them to do the hard work, because you can force yourself to be more you. And I I started the journey that way. I said, I just want to be real. I want to be more me. But I couldn't get there because I had the baggage that was blocking me for being me because I had mentally created detours. 
I had all those boxes with lids on them that I wouldn't go back to. I created detours in my mental state and thinking I can just keep going around it and somehow figure out a way to be authentically me. And I'm sure other people have other survival ways that they've learned to cope and try to be more authentic, but you really can't get there. So what would you say to the viewers and listeners to really, really motivate them to start the journey? Yes, we know we're going to be free on the other side, but as they're pondering the hard work. I would first say, I'd ask a question. Don't you think you're worth it? Mm. Especially after all the grief that you've carried for so long when someone made you feel like you weren't, don't you think you're worth it? Wow. The second thing I would say is because this work entails like forgiveness of others, forgiveness of yourself, and even having others forgive you mm -hmm. um, because you develop these disturbs, these short-term emotional release behaviors um, you might have taken one of those behaviors and just, you got to go shopping. You got two, 300 pairs of shoes and it's hurting the finances in your marriage or something like that. Um, I would say pick up the book and start the work because you will begin to identify these things that you really didn't see before. Some of, sometimes you can't, you don't know how you feel. You can't even put a word to it, but this is a resource that really helps you to be able to label those things. And when you do, then you can move. And the third thing would be that you're going to be so free yeah, that you will want others to be free like you. And you will tell every, you will tell the world. And you know what? Thank you for sharing that because in my book, it does talk about how dealing with my emotional traps or my closed boxes and then going through my 29-year journey being dissatisfied in a marriage, I needed a place to go, you know, many hours of the day, wee hours in the morning, and I just didn't want to be home. And so you mentioned that you may go shopping or you may go do various different things. So I've not ever been a big shopper, as you well know that. I always like people shopping for me. But one thing that I did do, and I don't know what you're doing, listeners or viewers, you have to figure out what that one thing is. But remember, I kept running away. So it wasn't infidelity for me. It wasn't drugs for me. It wasn't going shopping for me. I needed a place where I could go by myself and was open 24 hours a day. Now, where in the world can you go that's open 24 hours a day except the casino? And that's where I landed. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm thankful that I never ended up with an addiction problem because I didn't want to spend all my hardworking money throwing it away at machines. So I'm, I'm glad that I won enough to keep the, the thing going. But I did replace it 
So I did find that I ran and I replaced. And so the casino helped me have a place to go at five o'clock in the morning when I didn't want to be home. But I figured it's better than infidelity. <laughs> it's better than drugs. It's better than becoming alcoholic. But you know what? I could have become a gambler addict. But thank God I didn't. So don't walk into addiction. Heal is what I hear you say. You want to uh, do two things. You want to learn not to put these things in the box or put a cap on it. Yeah. Because you put water in the tea kettle and you put that cap on it. After a while, it's going to blow. It's going to blow. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. And then the, the other things is you want to heal. And part of that is dealing with your emotional release behaviors. They're yes. not They're uh, nine times out of 10. I, I believe that they're not uh, good behaviors. We think that they are because we talk ourselves into doing it. And some of these disturbs are things to keep up this uh, profile of this person that yeah. we want people to like. Right. So there are more people walking around that are not authentic than true. So that is why I am on this mission of asking people to take the Bold Enough Challenge. Please go on to my website, bold-enough.com and sign up because that is where you're going to be able to begin to enter the private chat room with professional resources and begin to get the help that you need. And I hope that you will join the Bold Enough Challenge. You've heard that it's hard work. You've heard it from me personally. You've heard it from Barbara, the specialist. But you're worth it. It's so much better on the other side. I am thrilled that I can say that I've healed from everything that I have walked through that journey on, but it's an everyday forgiveness. It's an everyday healing because life happens and it will continue to happen as long as we're on this earth. So do you want to be free? Do you want to have that life that you deserve, that you were created to have? And out of that willingness to be Bold enough, meaning doing the hard work. I'm now serving my purpose fully. And that's sharing with you, being a motivator to you, encouraging you to be bold enough. That core of who you are is a gift. There's no one else like the true you. You cannot be copied. Isn't that so much better than all of the layers that we have built around us to be and to act like somebody else? It's time to be free. So what does it take to be bold enough? It's about, as Barbara says, peeling those layers. It's grieving. It's forgiving. It's healing. It's tough work. That's the foundation. Not just mentally saying, 
I'm really going to try harder to be me. That's where I started. It's a good start, but it's not sustainable and you're not getting to the core of who you were created to be. So Barbara, my friend, I thank you from the bottom, the top of my heart, my free spirit. I I just thank you for being the friend that was bold enough to tell me the truth. Thank you. Listeners, viewers, I want you to find a quiet space. I want you to think about, truly, are you ready to do the hard work to be bold enough? Now that you know what it takes to be bold enough, do you love yourself enough? Do you feel that you're worth it? Are you going to be complacent and continuing to add these layers, this persona of who you're not? Or are you ready to be who you are at the core, authentically you, and live that life? So there you have it. I told you I would bring Barbara on the show. She would give you the spill on how I started this journey. I was detached, but I've come a long way. And I'll continue to grow and grow and grow. But I will fight every day to take those necessary actions to be authentically me. You can do it. You're worth it. So, Barbara, how can folks get in contact with you? Because I'm sure they will be reaching out to you. Yes. So um, if you have access to uh, email, I can be reached at B a grateful one that is the letter b a g r a t e f u l 1 the number 1 at yahoo.com okay it's contact me um i'll get you started on your journey i'll give you the resources that you need um and i'll tell you basically what the institute is about and what we do get you started okay and i will actually add that to the website as well so that you guys can, um, you know, have that opportunity to reach out to her. And then after um, the show, after we end today, go to bold-enough.com and enter the chat room. So I know that we've had a little bit of struggle getting everything up and running. Be patient, but go there because the chat room is now up. I'm so grateful and you'll be able to have more dialogue um, with Barbara after the show today for a couple of hours. So be bold enough, go out there, do it. But first make the decision. I'm going to do the hard work so that you have a sustainable life of being free. Okay. I will see you next week. Linda Beard with Bold Enough. It's been a journey, but we're going to be in this journey together. That's my purpose. And I'm going to be there for you. Have a great week. Again, be bold enough. Enough.